Boom! Coming in hot, Trench. <laughs> <laughs> this is how busy we are. Sean's got like milking. What do you got? Milking cookies? It looks like Dude, milking pro- cookies. Pro- protein bonds and milk. <laughs> Raw milk. Right before we came on, you go, What the hell happened to your hand? Look at my yeah, hand. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm like, are you bleeding? So this is this is pretty funny. <laughs> just just can attest to this. She'll walk around the house one day, any day. You know, like it's a Sunday, we're just hanging out, watching TV, and she'll go, Yeah. Did somebody get murdered around here? And I'd be like, What? And she's like, There's blood all over the floor. Like, <laughs> especially in the summertime, if I walk around with no shoes, I'll cut my foot. I have a weird tolerance for pain, dude. And I really? just did, I must have done this like three minutes ago. I didn't even notice yeah. it until <laughs> you go, What happened to your hand? I and thought I'm, maybe oh, you were I'm, reaching into Jess's salad and she freaking stabbed you or something. <laughs> That's really good. Wait, so what are we drinking here? We got a protein shake and, and what was milk, that? A cookie? No, no, it was a. It was a no, oh, you drinking like or- a? What do you got? A bullet, bullet bulletproof crisp bar. Yeah, just no, just a protein bar. Okay. And some grass fed raw milk, bro. <laughs> grass fed. You know what? I, I drink cashew milk, dude. You like cashew milk? Oh. I like cashew milk. I didn't. I have a try macadamia milk too. It's good too. Oh, I yeah. would like to try that. Yeah, really good. I like a good yeah. macadamia nut every once in a while. Real, right. real nice, real nice. So, What's up, bro? Nothing. So clearly, there's nothing going on in the sports world. There's just nothing. We started yesterday. I mean, you First and me are all, just like, what do we talk about? We're like, let's just start talking. Exactly. So we came up with an idea today, which I was excited about. You seem very excited about my idea. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited. I'm ready. Okay. So Sean has a bat in his hand. Okay. And there's a reason why. Hold on. I'm going to grab my uh, – because I sit. Sean stands. Grab my mini bat. You know, you get these bats at at the game. Yeah. All right. So here's what we're going to do today for our fans out there. Favorite batting stances that you emulated as a kid, whether it be playing wiffle ball, stickball. Oh, yeah. Baseball. I think we're going to have, like, one or two similars, and I think we're going to go off the beaten path. By the way, you got to go to the YouTube page because Sean has a bat in his hand. Look at you with that. Do you feel most comfortable with that? Do you know who I I am? This is my first wiffle ball guy. Okay. Is it a lefty? Because you're standing Um, lefty. Yep, yep. Oh, that looks – he's very (laughs) tricky. He's got – Oh, wait, that right there. Oh. All right, so he's spinning in a circle. Who is it? Who is it? Cocky. Come guy. on, baby. Willie Pop Stargell, baby. Okay. Remember, I mean, he, remember, he had go the, remember he'd, go, he'd go like this? He'd go like this? Okay. Yes. And then, and then yes. Again, he would go. He would go. I got to be careful. I'm, right, I'm, I'm missing this. <laughs> oh, I'm going to missing this. I'm missing this light by two no, inches. We're, we're going to hit things. We're going to oh, break so he, things. Remember, he would be like this? And yes. Then he would just, very cool. And then he would just hit a freaking. Piss rod somewhere. <laughs> All right, I'll incredible. Do I'll do mine. All right, who's your? I know who it is. I know. I already know. I already know. Who? Who said it's it? Gonna, it's going to be Mattingly. No, but no. Let's go okay, let's, okay, okay. No, I was going to use him, but let's go there, dude. This part about Mattingly, the oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, oh, that, yeah. Little, that little like squat, oh right yeah, four swing was my oh, thing. So awesome, dude. And you're, who's the you're, best? Wait, you're right-handed, throw lefty or lefty-lefty? No, I'm, I'm, I hit lefty and throw righty. Me too. 
And I, you've I, only I, known me for 15 years. I know. I ask that question once a week. But dude, do your Manningly. Let me see. No, oh. no, he, he kind of like this. No, he do the happy fingers. Yeah. And he'd go. And then, but he would, he would. Just, he would oh, step be, you know, step back a little bit and do that more. I want to see your legs. Yeah, he he would kind of be like this, and he would be like. Yes, dude, with the fingers, you got yeah, it. Dude, you yeah, even he would, got he would, his. He would like yeah, he would, puff up his lips before. Yes. Wow. I used to love Donnie Baseball, dude. I had the Sports Illustrated poster. I think it's still yes. up in my room. The hit, the hit man? The all white, all white, and the, the all white poster. Yes. With, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, guess this one. I think you can. And I think all you're right. going to do all pretty right. good. Ready? All right. Oh, 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 wait. Uh, Look at my oh, fingers. Julio, Julio Franco. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he had like two fingers on, bro. He'd be like this. Yeah. Uh, okay. He come, he come to first base. I'm like Julio. How are you hitting like that? He's like, oh man, I just, I, you know. And I looked at his forums. I was like, that's how. It's, <laughs> it's nice funny you say that. So I wanted I, when we got to Julio, I was going to ask you that question because Strawberry did this too, almost like the golf. He would. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, wait. Oh no! He did this like he took his pinky, pinky off. All right. Here's two questions for you as a baseball. Yeah, down, player. B- down below. Pinky off. Let's yeah. start there. What does pinky off do? It, it gives you more. more it gives you more whip. More like whip. A, like a torque. Yeah. Kind of the, the more you move up the bat, like Bonds was choked up. Yeah. Well, that's more. That's more bat head control. You move down the bat. You. That's when you get more whip of the barrel. More you whip. Think, but 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 you're. You, think you get more be, bat speed that way. Uh, maybe some people think you do. You know, but but you're going to get more of a swing and miss sometimes too down there. I think. So it's like more risk reward, like yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, and then so okay, so tell me about so the choking up part, like yeah, what does that cho- well, you, you know, when you play like Pepper, the old school game, Pepper, the guy throws your, boom, you can put the bat head wherever you want it. Well, that's when you start choking up. I got more. Con- the more I choke up, the more control I get. Mm-hmm. So that's why when Bonds choked up, you're like, man, this is one of the greatest hitters ever. He's choking up, like. And he was right, man. He had so much bat, he had so much um, bat head control choking up. So I have a question for you as a former 300, 302 career hitter. Right. What are you, top, top 150 of all time batting? Yeah, one, 167 or something like okay, that. No big pretty deal. Close. Okay, so I had a coach tell me this when I was a sophomore in high school going into my junior year. You know how you do the knuckles? You kind of match up these front knuckles. Yeah, the, knock, the knocking knuckles. Okay. Knock, you knock, knock on a door. There you go. Yes, the knocking knuckles. So, this guy told me, let's just say there's a runner on second with no outs. What do you want to do? Right there. At least hit a ground ball to the right side, right? Right. He used to tell me, as a lefty, he goes, if you really want to control, and tell me if this is full of shit or if this guy was legit. If you really want to control pulling the ball, take those knocking knuckles Take your top hand and put the, I guess you would call these like the fighting knuckles. Yeah, yeah. If you put it like that, if if you turn, you'll just roll, you'll more, roll, you'll roll you'll, over. You'll have a better time rolling over a ball. Do you agree yeah, or disagree? That, I mean, I agree with that. If you have your knuckles like that, you're going to roll over because you you can't re- look. You can't really. The reason you want to have the knocking knuckles lined up is so you can release the wrists. You can really release your wrists. Yeah. When you get the the knuckle over like this, 
you know, that that's more of a turn. But, dude, if you look at the guys nowadays, a lot of guys aren't lining up their knuckles. Mike Trout doesn't line up his knuckles. He does that. that. He yeah. has one. But he's also – he lines up these knuckles, the knocking knuckles – with and then the fist knuckle. Yes, Let's call it yeah, the with punching the, knuckle. Yeah, I've seen yeah, with the punching time. knuckle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Oh, here's another question. I'm I'm gonna bring this up. This comes out of nowhere because I saw the way you just swung. So about shit, dude. This is like five years ago. We were in Studio 42, you and me. Yeah, and you had just had a buddy there who had had uh been some form of a hitting coach to Mark McGuire. And you were explaining to me what he showed you about oh. the batting tee really far ahead of you because he said the Maguire guys, like, you want it way out in front of you. Oh, oh no, that was Charlie, Charlie Lau Jr. Charlie Lau Jr. Can you explain that? Yeah, well, he want, he no, not way far in front of you. What he was saying oh, was okay. he, want, he, he was the top hand release guy. And he oh, would say okay. that top hand release hitters – yeah, uh, you know they're the ones with the most power. And then when you go back, like I remember that book, "The Art of Hitting um, 300 by Charlie Lau. Yes. Um, it, it, eight out of the ten home run hitters, top home run hitters, and like 99, 98, and ninety nine were uh, were top hand release guys. And they talk. He just talks about how the, your backside gets through better with when you top hand release on you know after contact. And if you think about it, you know it does. It kind of just keeps you going in the direction of where you hit the ball, as opposed to when a two-hand guys, sometimes it's easy to get in and get off the ball. With the one-hand release, you're, you're really getting through the baseball with that backside more. That's the thought process of it. Very interesting to me because when I was a kid, I was always told, finish your swing, two-hand follow-through, don't let go of the bat. <laughs> you were you had a two-hand follow-through. I, I did, see. yeah, I did. I tried yeah, to have you, a one fully did. In in the cages, I do a one hand follow through, and it could never do it in the game. I could never do a one hand in the game. It was incredible. So if you started over all over again, and you have a kid who's nine years old, and you're gonna tell a dad right now, do you do do you do two hand follow through? I think it's I think it's a preference thing. Like Jake, like Jake's a one hand follow through guy, and he's always been that way. So like and I didn't a, do. He, yeah. He's also like seven feet tall and two hundred and ninety five <laughs> pounds of pure muscle. So do you think <laughs> that, let me ask you that question. So like let's just say size mat size wise or, or power wise. If you were a power guy, would you use one or the other? And if you were a contact guy, would you use one or the other? I think if you're Great a power question. guy, if you're a power guy, it's probably more of a one hand release. Okay. And if you're in you know, I don't know, dude. It, it kinda it kinda goes with like prep. That's really a preference thing. It's almost like a stance. Because remember, you okay. hit the ball and then you release your hand. You're True. not using one hand. As soon as you hit the ball, then you're letting your top hand go. And I think there's just more power behind that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's it's literally your 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 contact is here. And yeah. Whether you whether you yeah. the other hand. Now the yeah, one thing I guess there's a ton, there's a ton of guys that are two hand holding on one hand release. It's really a preference, dude. More than anything. Yeah. What do you think about, like, remember Walt Reniak was, like, the hottest thing in the world when Robin Ventura and those guys? Yeah, Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas and Robin. Yeah, he was a he was also the, he was a White Sox hitting coach. He was, the, yeah, yeah, and he was also a Charlie Lau disciple. Yes, exactly. So that's why that's why he was the one-hand, top-hand finish. Did you ever try that or did you not? I never, like, I always, I was like, I, I don't think I could do it. But, like. Uh, I, 
I, I tried it. Yeah. Fun. Dude, I try, cool, by the way. Dude, yeah. dude, dude, I don't know. I just, I was more of a two hand guy and not that I, I was times I wanted to be a one hand guy. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. My brain wouldn't do it in the game. It would not do, let me do it. Yeah. I was you, you know, did you ever have the time? Like, oh, well, you played 162 games a year. How, how good did it feel? Even though it's not good when you would hit a ball so hard <laughs> that you would freaking finish your swing on the back of your shoulder. It wasn't more hitting the ball. It was more a swing and miss, a bad swing and miss. You oh, know? is that, is that yeah, when that happens? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, love, I love that, though. I always <laughs> felt very tough. Who were some right. other guys you liked, dude? Who okay. were some other guys you emulated? Uh, emulated. Oh, I would always do – I actually, for like a year in like uh, grade, in like my eighth grade, I did the Ricky Henderson like – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Like this. I'm doing all right with these, right? I'm, I'm yeah, it looks right. good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It looks good. All right, who do you got? Give me one, dude. Dude, Let's what did uh, what did Ron Darling told me a Ricky Henderson story the other day on air? He goes, man, he goes, Case, he was incredible. I played with Ricky in Oakland. Yeah, he would come in. He's like, Ricky's getting his today. He's like, he's getting he's getting three hits and a bomb, couple ribbies, and it, Darling said he would do it every time. <laughs> so Ricky nice would come man. in, hit a bomb, three hits. And he's like, Ricky, why don't you say that every time? Like, every time Ricky said he would come in, I'm getting mine tonight. <laughs> think about it. No, but think about that for all the kids out there. What an attitude. Sometimes hitting's an attitude as opposed yeah. to like, hey, I'm coming in and I'm going to uh, hope I get a hit or where's my hands and where's my feet? Let me get my technique right. No, sometimes it's an attitude like, no, I'm getting mine tonight. Like, yeah, that guy's just a pawn in my game. That ball comes over the plate. I'm hammering something. And I'm getting a bomb and three yeah. knocks. That's so cool. I remember yeah. working with John Crook back in the day, and you know, you look up to him too. Like, yeah, very similar. He could hit, man. Yeah, oh, dude, he could fucking. He could rake. Yeah. And he goes, he goes. There were days he's like, you know, oh, I asked him, I'm like, how do you hit 300? I remember asking this, and he's like, here's how you hit 300. On the days you go out there and you look at a guy warming up and go, if I don't hit, get at least three hits today, I'm retiring um <laughs> the game. You're, and 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 he's like, and you needed to get the two at least two hits off of that guy that you knew you were better than to hit three hundred in the big leagues. Do you agree or disagree? Dude, dude, I go back to the what Hank Aaron said years ago. He goes, I didn't make my living off one and two. Uh, I made my living off three, four, and five. It's the truth, man. You want to hit three hundred in the big leagues? You better get your two to three hits off your three, three four, five starters. Right. Because when you're facing a Maddox or a Roy Halladay or Randy Johnson, you want one for four, over three with you, a walk. If you got it, yeah, over three with a walk was a good day. <laughs> really? Seriously, like, if you really? got a, if you got out of there with, I remember facing Roy Halladay one day and he was so dirty. We were in Philly, I think it was Philly. No, it wasn't Philly. No, it was Toronto. We were in Cincinnati, and I got a hit off him. I, I lined one to left, like early, like my second at bat. I'm like. All right, man. That's it's over. That's everything yeah. after this is gravy. Like, thank God I got a hit. Man. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, some guys are so good, but that's the that's the mentality of yeah. You see a guy out there, four or five starter. I get to get two before he gets out of the game. Wow. Like, I need two tonight. Like, this guy yeah. he has nothing for me. You know, and that's and also like getting that long reliever that comes in to eat some innings. You know, you got to get those guys too. So there's certain guys you know. Yeah. That you can get, you know, and that's what I, that's also why I think, you know, we talk about um, career, career 300 hitters or guys who hit 300, like, oh, that's not that big a deal. It's a big deal to the player. 
the player knows he's being consistent when he's hitting 300. He knows he's showing up. And also, the 300 hitters, they hit the best pitchers. They hit your one and two starters. They hit your closers. You know what I mean? So, like, even though, like, I hit 360 off Greg Maddox for my career. I hit 333 off Randy Johnson. I hit 350 off Glavin. You know, there's some good pitchers out there that are number one starters. They're like, well, I hit them good because I was a – put the ball in play. You weren't going to punch me out. Usually I was going to stay on the ball. I was going to, you know what I mean? So like guys are hitting 240, they're hitting, they're in trouble against those guys. You know, stuff fascinates me. I love it. Yeah. So wait, let me ask you another question. Uh, Did you guys have like league leaders up on your walls in the, in the uh, clubhouse and stuff like that? No, 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 no. But you'd go out, you'd go out to stretch and you would look up at the scoreboard. You'd see what was going on. Yeah. Not really. Wait, so Sean Casey's in the top 10 in batting average in, yeah. like, July. Yeah. Is it the first thing you do in the morning is go, what did this guy do last night? It's different now because you can watch MLB tonight. Or, or, uh, you know, yeah, like, I'm ch- dude, I read the USA Today every morning. Me and Aaron Boone, we go, to breakf- we go to breakfast, get your USA Today outside your door, boom, you're down there, you're checking. The first thing you do is checking the league leaders. Uh, I've stolen so many USA Today. <laughs> Have you done that? I've done that. Yeah. You know? I was like, oh, man, I, I didn't get a USA Today. I'm going to grab yeah. this guy's real quick. I've done that before. You take you take all that. that well, dude, no. Don't you have a good food? No, the disgusting food you ordered at 1.30 oh. in the morning in your hotel, and when you put it out and realize you don't have a newspaper, you look over <laughs> and you're like, I'm just going to go grab this USA Today. Dude, quick. didn't you do that? Didn't you do that to somebody like during the All-Star game or something? You stole somebody's USA Today. I stole, um, what's his name? Jose, Jose Ramirez is USA, the, the third baseman for the uh, yeah, Indians. Cleveland, yeah. Or what do they call them now? You the stole Guardians. his USA Today? Yeah, and then like two minutes later, he's like walking out in his underwear while his whole family was yelling at him because he was late for the red carpet at the All-Star game. Uh, dude, I, I swiped that thing so quick. And he's like, where's my USA Today? That's why I'm late. <laughs> like, Chinch has it. Chinch has it. I forgot about that. I'm glad you remember that. All right, give me one more yeah. stance. Give me another stance. Oh, dude, it was my favorite. My favorite one was the cape. I knew it. Will Clark. Oh. Yeah, there you go. You, know, you have the op- open stance. Oh, you got it down. And just, you know, he'd be kind of like this, twirling his hands. And then he would just hit a freaking rocket in uh, the gap. Laser beam. Do we got, why, we, do we have not had Will Clark on yet? I got to text him. Yeah, that's your fault. I will. I'm going to, I'm going to get him on. I'm going to get him on. I got a non-swing thing that I used to do all the time. And I don't know if you're going to remember this. I got to do it lefty. But Dave Winfield would go up there. And I yeah. I, I taught my <laughs> – I basically taught myself how to do this. When he would take a close pitch yeah. and, and almost swing, and he would do it a half swing. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. He would go like this. He'd stand there. And he would take the pitch and go – and he would – tap his he would tap his cleats so like when he was like when he took like a half swing he'd go <laughs> like almost almost as if that like he was trying yeah. to pretend not to swing I, uh-huh. I, I always tried to do that when i when i take a close pitch who else, dude, who else talk about you? getting the ball out front dave winfield dude dude he was looking to buggy whip something just down the left field line crush something yeah i feel like he was the 80s sheffield Right. Yeah, like, he was. Dude. It had to be scared. If you're a third baseman facing Dave Winfield down, I mean, I, six, I would be so scared. Six, six and a half and like yeah. 60, dude. His str- and his stride, dude, was like 10 feet long. Oh, my God, right? 
Took that Whoa. monster stride. How about that guy, though, really quick? Getting drafted in the NFL. Five. NFL, A NBA. ABA, ABA, I think. ABA. No, N NFL, NBA, ABA. Uh, Hockey. ML MLB. Kidding, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cart racing. No. No, there was two. No, AFL, NFL, NBA, ABA. MLB. MLB. One, two, three, four, five. That's five. Yes. That's incredible, dude. What an athlete. He was what a great athlete. college basketball player. He I know. I know. It's incredible. It's incredible. Um, all right. So wait, give me uh let's see. Who else? You know what somebody said to me? I was playing uh yeah. I was I was playing wiffle ball and it was me and my buddies, and these like older kids showed up one day. Older guys, they were like adults, and they were like, Oh no, we were playing stickball. In uh, Muncie Park. And uh, these guys came and we played against them and we were pretty good. Like, we were good and they were not as good as us, but they were obviously older by like 10, 15 years. They were like in their 20s. We were like 15, 13. <laughs> and I remember this one guy saying something to me and it really insulted me. And it's very weird. He goes, This kid's like, this kid's stance is like Wade Boggs. Yeah. And I remember going, I hate Wade Boggs' stance. Because remember, Wade Boggs stood like he, uh, he would be like he was like, yeah, his hands would be yeah, out like, here. He, yeah, yeah. He looked like the dorkiest hitter ever. Even but he could rake, dude. I think he did it because he went he went off the monster so easily. He would just yeah. do that and shoot at the left center. Yeah, he started with his hands out and pulled them in. Yeah. Oh, I got another one. You give me one. Do you know? Do you know Wade Boggs talks to ghosts? Yeah, he also eats yeah. chicken, and there's some really crazy stories about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I, I have a quick Wade, Wade Box story. No joke. Yeah. So when yeah. I was at Cold Pizza, it must have been – it was 2006, so it was the 10-year anniversary of the Yankees winning the World Series against Atlanta in 96. Wade Box comes into Cold Pizza, which is in a New York New Yorker hotel directly across the street from Madison Square Garden, okay? So this guy, Tony Burton, great dude, great producer. He actually now works for like some huge agencies, like a huge agent. But he had the idea. He goes, let's recreate Wade Boggs uh, getting on the horse. Horse. Because you remember he was on a horse? That's right. Cigarette? That's right. That's okay. right. Dude, no joke. I think Giuliani was actually still the mayor in New York. We It, it took like three weeks. They got clearance to close off. I think it was like 34th Street between uh, 7th and 8th and 9th Avenues so that we could throw Wade Boggs on a horse. He was pitching something. It was like, you know, Charmin, whatever, whatever these guys pitch when they're rich and old. Right, right. Dude, we're, we're, going, we're outside. We're literally on, on Broadway in New York City. I'm standing there with the guy, and I was like the kind of co-producer of this thing. I had to help Wade Boggs onto the horse like he put his shoe his like dirty shoe in my hand <laughs> and i i lifted him up and he gets on the horse and i'm like you good and he looks down at me i'll never forget this he goes damn son i'll do anything for a fucking buck huh is that what he said <laughs> yeah. and then we drove him around for like two blocks and he's waving it was one of the one of the coolest things that's ever. so great dude well the great thing is that that, that that the police shut down the streets that's even yeah. better yeah yeah um, dude all right dude really quick greatest police escort ever dude oh. 
2006 ALDS were playing the Yankees. The bus is at like 4 o'clock on a Thursday or Tuesday or something in New York. Dude, we had we had cops all around us, like the motor motorcade cops on the motorcycles. Bro, one after another, wham, wham, wham. Dude, we got to from we got from the Hyatt in downtown to the Bronx. I swear to God, we were there in ten minutes. They were shutting down <laughs> exit ramps, dude. That is so great. They shut the. It was one of the coolest things ever. Shout out to the New York City Police. Yeah. These guys were shutting down exit ramps, bro. We were we it was incredible. It was one of the coolest things I've ever witnessed. And then we went through the Bronx. People were like, what's the and they realized it was the Tigers are flicking us off outside the yeah, pizza yeah, shops. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, dude, but it was incredible, dude. Incredible. Great. All right. Before we go, give me one more stance and swing. And I have oh, I had one, I forgot it, but I'll try to remember it. What do you got? Um, oh, you're looking at teammates right now. What about Joe Morgan? What about Joe Morgan? Oh, with the Oh, that with arm? The, with the elbow. I like that. That's why he's one of the best hitters. He'd get that elbow in there whenever he wanted to. It was incredible. All right. I got one right now. I think you're going to figure this one out. I think if I do it right. Ready? Yep. Uh, Eric Davis. Yes. Yeah, but he was he was righty. Yeah, he was righty. But he would go like <laughs> this. Yeah. And then we would just go. And just hit an absolute <laughs> bullet, dude. He, dude absolute rock we had hey who anyone hasn't hasn't seen it we should yeah. put up the eric davis our well, eric davis episodes incredible. that's yeah, one of my should, favorite episodes do ever. that this so friday cool. yeah, okay do that. this friday we'll do the flash eric davis all right, friday so, all right man hey, let's run man that was fun all right Chichi, great no. great dude hey to everybody out there thanks for listening we appreciate it we will see you tomorrow Chichi, i'll see you tomorrow good job bro eric davis is righty though don't forget <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>